I'm ready for buttons to be pushed. Uh -huh. If anyone opposes Ellie? the button pushing, speak now or this will be incredibly awkward. We have a thumbs up. Yep. Put some people down here so we don't confuse the issue. The Power Rangers are on the move. Power Rangers are being moved. Oh, that's what I was going to do and I forgot to do. I was going to make more appropriate icons for the Power Rangers, but hopefully I won't have to. I mean, there's five of them. Yeah, but one of them's very wounded, and anyway. Well, then just make them lie down. There. I see. <sighs> Push the button promise. when you will. I have pressed it. Have you already pushed the button? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Gods were terrible. I should do the intro. If you want to. Oh. Hi, this is Beth, and welcome to GURPS Wars, a Star Wars GURPS uh, homebrew with, uh, and I'm Beth, I think I said that already, and I've got Crash being Chaos, and Ellie being Quiet Chaos, and Eo, who isn't being Chaos yet, but you never know, the night is young. Uh, and I'm usually a vector of Chaos. This is true, exactly. So, tell me, what happened last time? You can read off the notes I made if you want. Nedra got very insistent about seeing the pickled thing and then went sort of vague and numb. Uh, Nomar, the king of Atlantis, sensed that things were communicating no. near her. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nomar, the paddleboard, sensed that things were communicating near her. Around her, malevolent things, dark <laughs> things, things that go bump in the night. Possibly. And wake her up. It's so tragic. Things that return items purchased for full price when they go on sale. Jerks. She is now being escorted back to the ship. Nomar, no man, no man, no man. can harm him. Wait, no. No, Nomar. No what is his name? Nomar. No his name no is Nomar Organa. Nomen is what's written. Uh, in the why is that written? Because I'm a bad. Because I can't spell uh, character names ever, ever, ever. You know this. Okay, so the the the, the leader it. of the Ringwraiths, who cannot be harmed by any man, thinks she should go to the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, which is not a city on Alderaan named after the capital planet, which disappoints Rotini. But whatever, Zvolrock, which is. I don't think that's how it's spelled. Was it's not? I did abbreviated it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I've been calling them Rocky for short. But you used all the letters except for the ones that I shortened to Rocky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you picked the ones that are hardest to pronounce. Zool. Uh, bless you. Was lurking out on the rocks and spotted someone sneaking up on the landing area. Why am I laughing at this? Upon succeeding <laughs> by ten on a telekinesis role mm -hmm. i'm glad i figured that out they levitated the person <laughs> up and brought her over my favorite part about this which is not written in the notes is the person was drugged past the cockpit window of the eucephalus while zisha was cooking if zisha had been facing the window zisha would have seen someone go Wah! but instead mm -hmm. zisha did not burn that meal just every meal that was being cooked when Rotini and or Zorak made a phone call. Mm -hmm. Such is life. Mm -hmm. Where is my place here? 
she demanded, show yourself Jedi. They said, I am not a Jedi. Is this a problem? She gasped, no, my lord. That's not what she said. She said, oh, were you left here too? And then we cut to. And, okay, fine, fine. Yes. You remember better than <laughs> Well, one of us was editing the recording yesterday. So it's fresh. Ah, yes. And, and one of That's us was why just there were trying so to... many out of context quotes. That would make sense. Yes. She gasped, no, my lord, and led the way to a collection of five other left behind during the evacuation Power Ranger Imperials, one of whom was mostly <clears throat> dead. But don't worry, they pumped some air into them and they said to blaze. So they had a reason for living and they are now at zero HP, but stable thanks to miracle worker Rocky. I uh, don't think that's what my notes were, but hey, I'll go with it. Sure. This is what you get when Rotini narrates. A bit like when Millie narrates. Okay, got it. Yeah. Milo. Which they go which by both. Using. Right. Yes. Okay. They are headed back to the ship. And I'm sure nothing bad will happen with a bunch of Imperials and a Jedi converging from different directions on the same ship. They're all going to get along swimmingly well. They have so much in common. You're a Force user. You're a Force user. You're a paddleboard. You're a rock. You know... Fast friends, I'm sure. Zisha has been cooking and cleaning the ship. She is blissfully unaware that a paddleboard is about to show up, and also that a rock has managed to find strays. Does anyone have anything they'd like to add to this um, narration? Long silence. They're stunned by my increased accuracy now that I have one point in the law skill. I'm not sure law skill is what is used for that. But I'm very confident it is. Of course. Is that the player or the character? Yes. Terrifying. So, okay, traipsing around through the wilderness is going to take longer than take traipsing around through the wilderness and coming back with two people who basically can't walk on their own is going to take a bit longer than assisting a dazed and vague and somewhat confused Nedra out of the uh, wrist manor and down to the Bucephalus. I, much as interesting dramatic things would happen if you both came in and were doing, you know, pointing, the, the Spider-Man pointing memes, same hat or whatever. Uh, I think that the paddle one and company are going to arrive at the ship first. I mean, it will take us a bit longer for me to go up those stairs than it did for me to go down the Don't, stairs. I mean, the stairs go up. They go up from the landing zone. Oh, I... So you I, already had to... I found a way for... No, I'm, we were in the basement. I had to go up those stairs. Oh, yeah, true. One at a time, carefully. Otherwise, you're going to be going tumble, 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 tumble. Yes, but if I'm tumbling up, that works in our favor. That gif is very um kids did you plan that someone planned that oh god there, there is almost certainly some music but some movie magic in there because that is an empty container as it bounces i really hope so yeah okay there's no is, way it would is. bounce like that if there was anything in it at all thank goodness also look they're waving at the end they're fine i'm i'm <laughs> i'm just i'm, I'm not gonna look at that anymore I'm not going to look at, at the <laughs> thing bouncing, quote, up, unquote, the stairs. No, I'm. I'm... <laughs> okay. But 
Yeah, and there was a hallway that took us like two weeks to go through. That was last two weeks. I mean, this two weeks. Okay, so we're moving faster anyway, this time. Anyway. Slightly. So you can get to the ship with your vague and no longer insisting on going places despite your heroic efforts to, to push her back via her knees. It's what I could reach. Yeah. Well, she's not struggling anymore. She's going along with you and is just sort of being a bit vague and, and oh, we're going to the ship? Yes, she she might want to lie down. Um, fascinating place where Alderaan, we're on Alderaan. It's a fascinating place here. What sort of of people are living on Alderaan? Getting a discussion, you, you have an, a little discussion going on of the kind of people who live on Alderaan, who are mostly humans and, you know, some other aliens here and there. And they're, they're mostly she tall people. They ride uh -huh. big flying dinosaur things uh -huh. and don't live in blast craters, but do complain a lot about their generators being taken by the army. Uh -huh. Nomar is also, some of them are paddleboards. Even your droid translator is translating this as Padawan. I feel insulted that the essence of what I'm saying has been removed. It's like, this is why people need to read Shakespeare in the original Klingon, because stuff is lost in the translation. Mm -hmm. And don't forget reading Shakespeare in the, the uh, Jawa adaptation. I mean, it's so much richer this way. Utini, Ututini. Or not Ututini? I knew him, Rutini. You get to the ship. <laughs> the ship. <laughs> the ship, which, if I recall correctly, unless uh, Zisha has decided to leave. Well, no, that one's actually kind of high off the ground. The ramp down airlock is currently up and. Oh, yeah, I need to call ahead. and locked. Yes, you need to call I'm... ahead. Ring. Hello? Are you cooking anything? I noticed some burned food out here on the ground. I was. I'm not anymore. Okay. Did it get burned because I called you and that was a distraction? Several people have called me. I don't I... remember which one was the distraction. I apologize. I know it's usually me. Anyway, um, we're back and the paddleboard is here. The researcher had a moment. Okay. I'm uh, pretty sure you know the code to get the boarding ramp to descend, so I'll let you do that. Oh, oh yes. And uh, sure. I'll finish up what I'm doing and see you all in a couple minutes. Oh, wonderful. We will be right in. As I hang up, I look up at the control panel on which I need to enter the code, which is, I'm going to say, a good foot and a half higher up than I am. Least. And I look over at CSD4. And I say, I do not say you're going to have to toss me, but I think it hard. I say, CSD4. Yes. I require your assistance. Yes, sir. What should do I, what can I do for you, sir? Uh, could you please enter the following code? Yes, sir. Okay. P. The droid reaches up. Four, dip, five, dip, five. Dip, dip. W. Dip, zero. R. Dip, D. Dip, dip. Uh, now press that enter key right there. The ramp goes down, unless Zisha has done something terrible with the... Uh... No, if Zisha had done anything terrible, 
it would be to leave that code working. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Have you worked out what that code actually is? No. Yes. 30 second bomb. <laughs> Don't assume that the GM could do any codes. The GM is busy running like... I have written the of code. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't it's, be surprised. It's an ID10T password. <laughs> yes, well. Presumably, you enter in a correct code eventually for the ramp to go down. <laughs> we, we will presume that, that the actual code that gets entered has been changed so that none of our listeners can hack their way into the Bucephalus. We take security very seriously here at the GURPS Wars podcast. The ramp goes down. Your Padawan helps the your researcher up into the ship. I will uh, force everyone to load the ship one just for grins. Switch to ship. Do we have a Come on, give me my NPCs. Where are my NPCs? Okay. And oh, you're tiny. I forgot All the I put NPCs a are now tiny. Why is there a mimic? I see the mimic. I'll, I'll I'll put the mimic next to the space. Actually, all of you people are coming in at the top. Ugh, that's right. I can't scroll and do that at the same time. There. Okay, you're all at the starboard airlock because that's the one with the ramp. You're sticking your mimic on top just like a plastic flamingo. Got it. So far as you know, it is a plastic flamingo. Point. Definitely a point. Zisha, you have a collection of people on the ship. You have Nedra, assuming you go and... Re Are you actually bothering to even go meet people? No, I'm calling Zorok. Ah. <laughs> Zorok, like I said, I've got something to finish up before I go meet you. Good point. Zorok, right. <laughs> answers their comm. Hey, Z, we've got a uh, head tie on the ship. Um, it might not be the best idea to come aboard right now. I'll let you know when they're gone. Uh, had One of the baby Jedi. Ah, uh, not a food stuff. No, I mean, we have some of that, too, but... <laughs> yes. Anyway, we I'll let you know. We will wait until the baby Jedi has gone. They'll be gone sometimes okay. after dinner. Hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Indeed. I will give a short tour of the ship, by which I mean I will point at doors in this central donut-shaped corridor that we go past on our way to the cargo hold that we have been using as Nedra's uh, quarters without actually opening any hold. doors. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Which is cargo hold 20 for down at the... Yes. Uh, lower port side. Port and aft. Otherwise known as top and bottom. Yeah. That's because the ship is sideways. Otherwise it'd be, you know, left and right. So, Oh, well, yeah, the, the aft, top, bottom, whatever. Anyway, Etra does not object to any of that, and I will just plonk her there on the map. It's like, oh, yes, she'll lie down now. That was a very nice talk that we had. Lie down. The Jedi, the baby Jedi. I mean, he's not a baby Jedi. He's he's a young adult. I shall name him Nomar, son of Grogu. No, no, he's no more Organa. He's he's of the Organa house. But you said baby Jedi. No, no, I said young adult Jedi. Zisha said baby Jedi. Okay, does that mean he reads lots of novels? Probably. Okay. 
I mean, especially on long trips. Come on, it gets boring. I imagine so. And you're you're aware you are well aware that there's a line of completely trashy novels with Jedi in completely improbable situations. And then there's a romance line of that line, which is like even more improbable situations. But anyway, I'm, with lots of I will hazard a guess that Rotini is actually blissfully ignorant of that. Oh, lucky you. Rotini reads a lot, but Rotini reads about, you know, weight ratios of explosive compounds. Presumably how to make the engines work better. Internal combustion brings on a whole new meaning when you have explosives 20. Hmm. Wait, Starship fuel cylinders? is extremely combustible. You have cylinders for multiple explosions? That seems wasteful. You should be able to get by with just one. One explosion. Okay, Having maybe tucked Nedra in. Having tucked Nedra in, Nomar would like to step outside after giving a once-over to make sure there isn't anything in the cargo bay that's easily turned into a weapon, apparently. That seems to be the sort of thing he's looking around for. I mean, the Faraday cage probably could be weaponized, but most people would not look at it and go, oh, yeah, I could bludgeon someone with that. Indeed. Stepping outside, and so, uh, can I talk to your captain? Ooh, teeny. Unless you're the captain? Oh, no, teeny. <laughs> Ooh, teeny, this way. I will <laughs> like, follow I'm just, you. Just moving around <laughs> the map. <laughs> He turned upside down. How did he turn upside down? How did uh, I turn Because upside you were down? holding a push-to-talk key, probably sh shift, and the arrows will make you spin. So it will. Yes. Only once, though. Yes, and then you're facing that direction. If if you want them to be upside down, it's shift up arrow. Right side up is shift down arrow. And if you hold two at once, you go at a 45-degree angle. I see. Okay. No, Utini. Close enough. Yes, we'll have the icons follow each other along the map, which is adorable past this ghost zorok nothing to see here indeed no zorok here no zorok i'll, I'll just sort of tuck zorok out oh there. no there's a fun trick if you right click on zorok hmm? there's a little hooded figure icon in the top right click on that and get closer in because i can't see oh yeah oh and that would fade them out toggle yes. visibility excellent and that should make oh, hey, Zorok be invisible to the rest of us. So the Zorok is still visible on my screen. So I haven't made them invisible yet because okay. well, they might show up. And yes, we can make them visible. Yes, now again. I see them because that's the thing. You can click on that again. It's never invisible for you. Yep, just fades out. Yes. Okay, ghost, ghost. Where I can find the ghost later. Okay, no more. Okay, so we captain. Yeah. As we Zisha. enter, as we enter the cockpit, I point to Zisha and say, Utini. And I point to um, the Atlantean and say, Utini. Then I point at the Atlantean again and say, Utini. And I point back at Zisha and say, Utini. We've ha been introduced, Captain. Hi, I'm Zisha. Glad to meet you. No more Organa. Padawan. Um, something is very weird with your passenger. Have you noticed? Yes. Good. But I've had all kinds of passengers. And crew. Hearing voices isn't that out there. Yes, but there's there's things that there's things? the sense of something talking. It's connected to her, but it's not talking to her. Some some communication, like some parasite? language I can't understand. Parasite connected to her, but not talking to not talking to her. But I I don't understand. I mean, neither do I, and I feel it. Ooh, well, Teeny, 
I get on the comm and I say, CSD4, could you come here real quick? Sir? CSD4 bursts through multiple bulkheads. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that's just the GM being lazy. Flying through the latest wall going, oh yeah! (laughs) (laughs) CSD4 does not shape like the Kool-Aid man. Not if you're going through multiple bulkheads, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Splat. I... Sir, can I be of assistance? Yes, I'm in need of a translator, and I'm not giving all that work to Zisha. Zisha has her own things to say. So, every now and then, when I'm working on some type of electronic device, occasionally it will resonate with... Transmissions is not always the correct word. It might be a transmission used for communication. It might just be a magnetic resonance from something else, and I have to shield it from interference. The different things aren't trying to talk to each other, but the stuff that one is emitting is affecting the other. Are you saying that that that's what Nedra is encountering? I don't know. Maybe? I've never felt this before. Well, you're young. I've never felt like this before. (laughs) (laughs) When you get to be my age, you will have blown up so many things. I mean, wait, actually, you're a Jedi. That's also probably true. Should I translate that, sir? Uh, don't bother. Yes, sir. Look, the point I'm making is, uh, you're saying that things are talking around her. If I have a device that is susceptible to magnetic or radio frequencies, things... I don't know why she... Hmm? I don't know why she should be susceptible to this. She doesn't... She doesn't feel particularly force-sensitive. Could she be targeted by somebody making her that way? You can't make someone force sensitive if they're not force sensitive but you can affect people with the force yes so could somebody be affecting her with the force and the voices she hears is a side effect of that but maybe not the intended side effect i don't know if it wasn't the intended side effect she got very weird about seeing that kill it nymph or whatever it is oh yeah zisha apparently the pickle is a killick which I guess it means they killed it. A killed no. Killick Pickle. Yes. A baby killed Killick Pickle. A kid killed Killick Pickle. Nomar is just, just putting his hand up to his forehead, like not quite a face palm, but more of the, I am going to get a headache from this, sort yeah. of you know, massaging his forehead a little. The, the absolute best part about this is because everything that Rotini says is in Jawa, Rotini is still specifically picking words that when they are translated into this common language that everyone else is speaking just fine, the alliteration is there. Mm-hmm. It is probably getting translated by CSD4. If CSD4 is also playing along with the translation, then CSD4 is clearly one of us. It seems like you're actually imparting useful information and not anything that is going to potentially cause distress with the Padawan. Except for the fact that the Padawan does not seem to to approve of the seashells seashells by the seashore sort of uh, situation. No, no, it's not a tongue twister. It's alliteration. Those are similar, but not the same thing. True. And yet. The ickle pickle. Ooh, that's a good one. Thank you. That that wasn't Nomar saying Ickle Pickle? Sadly, no. That was the GM. Nomar is just sort of rubbing his forehead 
in this kind of way of people who are exposed to the Rotini and Zisha show. Yes. Considering the fact that Um, we have not changed our behavior, I'm guessing that the Rotini and Zisha show is primarily for Rotini and Zisha to see the reactions. Anyway, something is obviously affecting her, and it feels malevolent. Ooh, I've seen that movie. There's a lot of movies named Malevolent. Yeah. You'd think they'd add more bylines. You'd think. So you really need to take her to a temple, of Jedi Temple, like the one on Coruscant. I suppose you could take her to Corellia if you'd rather, but I mean, that's that's green Jedi. Uh, someone who knows more than I do, who can get rid of this this attachment that has latched onto her. I paras- I don't know if there are force parasites. There might be. I There's, think we turned one nope. of those into ash. What? Oh, yeah. We we were getting paid to move some gravel to another planet. I forget the planet's name. Zisha, do you remember? No. It was so. It was a beach planet. Yeah, covered in water and islands. But in any case, uh, we were told to take four crates of gravel to this planet for research purposes. And they tried to give us six to take. But two of them weren't on our list, and we opened up one of them, and there was like a cocoon inside of it. So um, we turned it into carbon through application of extreme temperatures, and then left it there. What station was this? Hang on. I can find the notes if you don't have them yourself. Why would Rotini take notes? Rotini has an IQ of 15. And is confident that Rotini would just remember all the details. Except yes, for explosives. Is- for explosives, you write everything down and check. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Croata. Oh, that Croata place in Station. Virginia. Yeah. It it's was in the Croatia, Virginia system. Apparently. It's often in the uh it's a it's one jump to wild space. It's the last civilized jump, and then you go to wild space and you get all of the uh people who want to prospect there or start colonies and then they come, discover that it's harder than they thought and they come back. You say it was the last stop of civilization, but really, I saw what was in their bar's jukebox. I think civilization already ended before we got to the station. Yeah, well, for some value of civilization. Anyway, I relate that story, conveniently leaving out the part where Rocky was the one who forced lightning it. Mm-hmm. Wait, there was a cocoon? Yeah, I poked it with a stick. It was sticky. It made the stick sticky. The gravel stuck to the stick. That's alarming. Yeah, I really like that stick. It's ash. Killix, Captain, do you, do you, did you get any scans of this thing before you destroyed it? Didn't I find it because I was scanning the gravel? You're scanning the gravel. I load up the scans of the gravel because I probably still have that particular device and I show them. I have no idea what I'm looking at, except that's an organic. Yeah, that's how we felt. But we just had a better safe than sorry. Not that I know what Killix look like anyway. I didn't know they do cocoons. They might do cocoons. It might be some other kind of insect. Anyway, anyone telling us to take gravel that we're not being paid to take that has an organic thing in it, that rubs us the wrong way. And I don't want organics rubbing me anyway. We should probably warn the station. Killix are dangerous. Well, like I said, we turned it into charcoal. 
you turned that one into charcoal. What laid the egg? I thought it was a cocoon. Generally, things in cocoons come from eggs. And then they go into cocoons. To imagine if there's spiders involved. Killix are very dangerous. They are... Sometimes you even catch them using tools. They come up from the ground when they... You know, in areas where people didn't realize that they were all hibernating under there. Build giant hives and start attacking people. Very territorial. It took us two or three gaming sessions to go from that station to here. I'm not sure we have the time to go back. No, but I should probably warn them that there might be an infestation on their station. Some. Why would anyone infest a station with Killix? Captain, did you hear anything about giant bugs when you were at the station? No, I don't think so. If I did, it was in a language I don't understand. Uh, that's very concerning. I'd better go and examine that pickled thing some more without... Uh... Ooh, teeny. Um, letter of reference? Temple and Coruscant? Oh, right. Help? Yes, I have to... Yes, yes. Let me. Let me... He pulls out a data pad and starts typing and then, you know, hits the send button. The computer beeps with a accept this message question mark? Yes. Right. You should take your researcher there. You should take your researcher to Coruscant, to the Jedi Temple at Coruscant to find out what is attached to her in, in the force or I don't know, maybe maybe you should give her a medical she might turn violent, though. I don't know. Uh, can you people handle it if she starts doing things that are... It must have been controlling her. It wanted to look... She wanted to look at that thing. And then she calmed down after she actually ran over and looked at it. Well, you want to look at that thing, don't you? Yes, that's why I'm going to go back and do. Okay, so there's nothing particularly abnormal about wanting to look at the thing. He doesn't the way sound she like he's wanted in a to trance look- when he says he wants to take a look at it, though. And I'm not trying to push p- past small Jawas trying to shove me back by my knees. It's true. The Jawa is not between you and the door at the moment. Uh, all right, I'll talk to her about it. Um, I'm sure it's going to help to talk to her about it. She either doesn't realize what you're talking about, doesn't believe you, or gets a splitting headache when you try to talk to her about it. Sometimes all three... Yeah, but... I'm not a real big fan of subjecting someone to medical treatment that didn't consent to. So valid. Oh, I'm not sure she can consent to, or if something is influencing her. I'll do my best. All right, but something malevolent is. I think it's influencing her. I'd best mm. go back now. It's more right. important well, that I find out what's going on. Enjoy the thing in the tube. Oh no, it's in a jar now. Oh, okay. Enjoy the thing in the jar. I'll see if I can figure out what it is. At least the company seems to be nice. You've got our comm number if you need to co- contact us. And tell us to get off planet real fast because it's out. Uh, it seems to be dead. He wanders out. Yeah, I've heard that before. That's why it's you just it from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Exactly. It's a shame he I couldn't will... stick around. It'd be cool if, if he met Rocky. They have a lot in common. Be translating that, sir. Oh, you don't need to. Zisha speaks Jawa. Oh, very <laughs> good, sir. I'm going to wait until the Padawan is out of sight and then radio roll rock again. Yeah, I waited he until is... he was off the ship before I said that. <laughs> <laughs>
okay, the Padawan has, will traipse off and go up all of those, go up the ramp and go back into the Manor house. Moving five feet of a hex at a time the whole way up in real time. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably about his, his move is about five or six feet per. Uh, no way, it's it's in yards. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 walking fairly briskly, so yeah, he's probably moving about that. Besides, it's fun to make the icons go up. <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. Wait, did you switch over to the map of House Wrist just to make him go up the stairs? Because that'd be hilarious yes. if you did. I mean, partly, but also I want to get. You know, Zulrock and So you are on that company. map. Yes, I am on that map. I activated it. No, we're, we're still in the wrist landing area. It has a little... Fine, I will there reactivate it. There is a house it. wrist map. No. <laughs> we are in the wrist oh, no, landing no, area. Oh, no, no. I'm on the wrist landing area, and I made him okay. do that. I didn't do the house wrist map. I did the landing area. Okay. With my terrible drawing. It's a fine drawing. It works. It does what it needs to do. That's all I can ask of it. Zisha, you were going to calm. Yes, I was going to calm Zorak. Unless you have it set to vibrate. And he goes, is it oh. safe now, then? Uh, yeah, the paddywhack is left. Good. We will be on our way, then. Okay. See you soon. And Zorak will lead the Imperials to the freighter and... Buzz the door, basically. I think the boarding the boarding ramp is still down. Ah, uh, okay. Then they will go up the ramp and go inside. For a brief moment, I hope it's our pizza here. And then I realized, no, wait, we didn't order. You didn't pizza. order. Indeed. We should have. Now it's probably too late. Let's make this wall rock icon visible again. Poof. Drag you over to the ramp. Through the bulkheads. Fum, fum, fum. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I'm yawning. I didn't have any coffee this morning. Oh, no. Drag the rangers. I've actually split off uh, one of them, so it's only four rangers now. Zisha, are you bothering to meet with people who are coming in, or... Uh, I'm waiting by the med bed. Okay. I'll meet them as I come in. Seem to have accidentally... I wave and say, Utini. The... Hello, in, in this case... Making sure. Sorry. Never mind. No? In, in this case... Um, Utini means, hello, you just missed some wonderful Pad Thai food. And also there was a guy here who said that our researcher is being talked around, not to, by a malevolent force. I think I've seen that movie, but there's a bunch of them that are like that. So I don't know if I have or not, but all that is in those same three syllables. So it's not taking up more time. Interesting. Is there any, is there any way I can help? Looks like you got some people who need to go to the med bay. You have a bunch of people who are, well, all but the one who's like not precisely conscious, just alive, are sort of staring at the Jawa silently, occasionally glancing at Zolrock and then staring at the Jawa and glancing at Zolrock and staring at the Jawa. I wave. They are not waving back. This is Rotini. He is the engineer. I smile. No one can tell. Besides the point. Hmm? Besides the point. Yes. I'm well. doing it for me. They all chorus somewhat raggedly, except the unconscious one. Yes, my lord. And they will follow Zwolrock in. I presume Zwolrock is leading the way. Indeed. 
Captain. Hey, Z. I hear you got someone who's injured. Indeed. Is one of this lot. Uh, I don't have proper. I well, I've made, I've, I've, I've made sure I'm not storing anything on the med bed, so load them up and let's see if we can get them fixed up. At least a little Give bit. We shall do so. Half a moment. I will create a character. That's what I shall do. Also, for the record, because I feel like this needs to be on the record, the med bed is one of the few electronic devices on this ship with which I have not meddled. I feel like that is a very important thing. While I am impulsive and overconfident and highly intelligent and also good-looking and humble, and humble. Uh-huh. It, it is worth noting that also, if I modify this so that I'm the one best qualified to operate it, and then I need it to be used on me, I'm going to be out of luck. <laughs> so it is using the default settings with perhaps some over-the-counter upgrades that were installed using the user's manual to do so. <laughs> it was very boring. Let's see. Did I? Come on. Let's make a new icon here. Token name. Display name. Represent appearance. Thank you. There we go. I will give an actual icon to. This is not working. Come on. Yes. Fine. Token. There we go. Date token. Yes. Now we can see him there. And now their group picture is only for two of the Power Rangers. Three. Three of the Power Rangers. I have split off the um what ranked it? the uh commander who has a splinted leg but is not like mostly dead and I split off the extremely wounded one private garm who is as I say the mostly dead one and that leaves three more who have names but I'm not making them yet also this guy looks surprisingly like iron man that the place I got the image was probably uh, either fil- a filter or I wouldn't be surprised if it was generated on some primitive it, uh, AI. So who knows? I don't. Also, his character sheet has no stats. I just did the default. So he's just an icon right now because he is kind of unconscious. Zisha, this guy looks like he was in some kind of shuttle accident and got dragged away from it and dragged through the woods and lots of dragging. There was lots of dragging and he, he looks very much the worse for wear and you're kind of surprised he's even alive. Stayed by seven. Okay. Your first state is he seems like he's breathing and not bleeding out anywhere. And you can, you know, dab on some of his, you know, and antibiotics on some of his wounds, and he really needs a hospital at some point. But if he's stable, he's not going to get worse. You can, like, strap him in if you need to take off, that kind of thing. What will first yeah, aid do is... Uh, the, the whole point is to get him stable. If that's not the skill I'm supposed to be using for that, then... That's, that's a pretty I good one. That. <laughs> he is stable, as far as you can tell. Just a moment. Let me just check what the first aid skill will, in fact, <clears throat> first aid. No, there we go. Page, page one ninety five. There we are. 
This is the ability to patch up an injury in the field, make skill roll to halt bleeding, suck out poison, give artificial respiration, etc. Um, there are equipment modifiers to make it easier. There's physiology modifiers. Yeah, basically you can feed him some Bactyl. Actually, no, you don't have Bactyl yet. You have Colto. You could mix some Colto drinks and that and and p- apply painkillers. Okay. Your first aid skill is is useful to de- he's stable. You can figure that much out, especially making it by seven because that's a very good roll. That's nearly a crit. Well, not yeah, it's a few up from crit. So someone has apparently already gotten to him because he looks worse than at least he has vital signs. They're not great, but they're steady. His blood pressure sucks. And he needs to do something about his cholesterol. Probably. As in, he should probably have more of it, honestly. Because, you know, more blood. More blood would be good. He's got plenty of blood on the outside. Yeah, that's the problem. Can't put it back. It's been exposed to air. Mm. Oh, the blood's gone feral. You can't tame it again. Understood. The rest are basically standing around, supporting one of them who has, apparently, a broken leg. There's at least, you know crude splinting they look exhausted they are not making any comments they are occasionally looking at zisha and rotini and back at zolrock and then not making any comments they look very tired do we have any spare clothing that's in their size i don't know do you keep a lot of spare clothing was anything left behind zisha you have at least one or two serendipities left you know I was going to say, it would be very serendipitous if we had clothing that didn't look like Imperial soldiers had been hiding out here for a month. I probably have random stuff that I've picked up, stuff that passengers have left behind, that sort of thing. Okay, possibly including some things that the Alderanian left behind. I'm not sure I want to give them those, but (laughs) (laughs) they might smell heavily of perfume. Um, (laughs) I go and grab what I can. And I come back with my arms full of clothing and set it on something and try to like hold up things like, oh, this might look good on you or this looks like it might be your size or yeah, you're an autumn. This will this will go. Says one says the, the one with the splinted leg. My lord, are we mm-hmm. is there a place a place we should be Changing clothes or the hallway. There is. I face Palm and point out the crew quarters door, which is right next to them. Are you sending people into the crew quarters or into the empty cargo bay 15? Well, the crew quarters seems to have a full bath and sonic shower or whatever the shower is. So, and they've been stranded for a while. So I, I'm going to lead them into the crew quarters because frankly, remember, Jawa speech includes the use of odor, and they've been screaming at me the whole time that they thought they were standing silently. Uh-huh. And what they have been screaming is, they're stressed. I will move everybody into... Looks up the... They will, in fact, after glancing to make sure that Zwolrock thinks that's okay, they will follow Rotini. Zwolrock okay. will not. I... I point out the privacy curtains that are available for the bunks so they can change without being in front of everyone. I also point out, oh, and here's the the shower and there's the toilet 
and here's all the buttons. I do not point out the button that says don't press this. <laughs> I I don't press every single button to show them how they all work. I just point out and here are all the buttons. And also no one who speaks Java has followed me into this room. So I'm really just pantomiming and charading and you know pulling a curtain then opening it again to demonstrate, oh by the way, you have this privacy curtain. And then Were you rolling to see if they push the button? Yes. They made their IQ roll. Will roll. No one was pushing one the button. One of these days, someone besides <laughs> me will press the button. <laughs> they rolled a six. I press it once a week to test it. Strictly to test it, which is what I tell myself. I can't so lie to far, others, but I can lie to me as much as I want. <laughs> in the meantime, Troll Rock, would you please help me hang some bunks in the spare cargo bay? I shall do so, yes. Private is not going anywhere. Private unconscious is. Any conversations that the PCs wish to have among themselves regarding the fact that Swarok has apparently brought in a bunch of stray... Imperials. Imperials. Zisha can recognize Imperial uniforms, even when they've apparently been camping without benefit of camping gear for a week or two or three. Look, we haven't really picked a side in this war, but these are people who've clearly been through a lot and needed some kindness. And quite frankly, Z was also a stray. And be it precisely one from the military of the enemy government that just showed up one day and said, hi, we want to expand our territory. These worlds, nice worlds you got here. think they're going to be ours now. It's not our <clears throat> world. It never was. They also are, shall we say, not very cosmopolitan and seem to think that there are only two species who are worth um, really talking to. And okay, they'll talk to huts, but you know, Huts. Huts will talk to anybody. And they will talk to Chess. True. So far as Rotini is concerned, and Rotini will share this opinion if anyone asks, and possibly if they don't. <laughs> because, you know, Rotini is not going to hold back. Half the time people don't understand Rotini anyway, so Rotini doesn't need to hold back. Um, the Empire is certainly all those things you described. I mean, this is... These, these wounded people... These people who have been through a lot, who look like they've been through the ringer and had a horrible month of existing, are not the empire. They're people. An empire is a government. These are people. Now, if they give us reason to vent them out an airlock at whatever <laughs> altitude that we have, then so be it. I'll give each of them one thimble grenade as a going away present. With the pinball, no doubt. And... Well, thimble grenades don't always have pins. Sometimes you just squeeze them a little bit to activate them. It's, it's easier. Um, so I put it in their pocket and give it a nice pat on their way out the door. But they haven't given us that reason yet. Someone we trust brought them to us. We should probably take five soon. Yes, we've been playing for a while. Sorry. And the, the only thing I'll say to wrap this up is mm -hmm. if this is a, if there's a conversation happening between Zisha and uh, Jewel Rock about this, after having shown them how the facilities work in the crew quarters uh -huh. and possibly activating security cameras just to be on the safe side, 
They don't point into the bathroom, but you know what I mean. Um, I am certainly finding the two of them and participating in their conversation. Let's take five and come back when everybody's grab, refresh their tea and whatnot. Sounds like a plan. I have pressed the button. We are no longer on break. Time to break things. Concerning. Well, we're going to move fast, aren't we? Isn't that how it works? Move fast and break things? Then move slow because you broke things? Hmm. I suppose that's the the theory, yeah. The PCs are all, well, have all gone to the appropriate uh, cargo bay, which would be the starboard cargo bay 15, since I don't think you're going to bunk them in with your researcher, I assume. She needs some peace and quiet. Indeed. She's having a little lie down. PC's going to talk, because I'm going to let them. I voiced my opinion after the break. Well, before the break, rather. So I'm going to shut up and let other people talk. I think it was assumed that there was a conversation going on between Zisha and Gulrock that was really just us hanging bugs. Are you going to converse? Are you going to ask anything or just be going, you know, pass me that bolt? I think I have all the information I need right now, other than where do they need to go? I don't know. They appealed to my duties as a priest, though they did not mean it in so many words. Okay. Well, I'm assuming they can't go to Coruscant, which is where the padlock wanted us to go. I am uncertain if I can go to Coruscant. Sorry, did my mic pick that up? No, I did. Okay. You will get a Rotini at whichever point Rotini shows up for. Well, I do show Um, up and I start assisting with the bunk hanging, which is primarily me handing whatever they need handed to them because they're hanging those bunks really high. And by really high, I mean two feet off the ground. So with just barely a success on my area knowledge core systems role, I think I know which one is the Imperial Center. Not a core system. The Imperial oh, okay. Center. The Republic Center is, is Coruscant is the capital planet. The Imperial Systems are a lot more iffy to you um, at just making it. You would recognize names if you heard them, and you could go look them up if you needed to. Okay. Well, then I'll, once they're done cleaning up, I'll just ask the soldiers. Okay. Are you having any other discussions? Um, I should probably contact this house wrist and let them know that we have a medical emergency and need to lift off. Okay. Are you going to... You, know, you have been paid to provide uh, about a day's worth of power, so... We can provide it all I mean, at well, once. How, build- how far into the day are we? If it was a 24-hour period, you probably have, a, you know, about an hour or so of daylight left and the night. So, also, give me an IQ roll. Okay. Or merchant, if you have it. Yes, I have merchant. Okay. Um, would that make um, it by more? Yeah, that would... It's IQ plus one. Okay. They're paying you to hang around. They're paying you not absolutely trash rates either it's reasonably fair if you say that you have a medical emergency they are probably going to try to to send like you know contact the the military doctors and okay you know have them come airlift something they're probably not going to go oh you have a medical emergency bye they're going to go oh it's a medical emergency let us use our 
Alderanian noble house contacts and and or sense of privilege to make the military send you medical people. Might be worth uh, saying that we need to get the researcher to Coruscant. Uh, what I was actually going to say was, we have a medical emergency. I can't disclose the nature of it, but we've been directed by Namor the Submariner to... Uh, I've been told he's Namor Organic. Submariner to <laughs> deliver this person to Coruscant. That one you might be able to get them to 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 agree to. Um, it may take a fast talk role because they very much would like you to stick around and provide power. Also, you may have to, if you leave before the end of the 24-hour period, you may have to return some of the credits they gave you. Yeah. I mean, I can, we can probably stick around till dawn, at mm. least. Wait, they paid us up front? You know. Yeah. It's astounding, isn't it? They paid you up front. They're very trusting. Either that or they think that they can get you in serious trouble if you run out on them. I mean, they're nobles. They have a very inflative sen- inflated sense of their own self-worth. And they would probably sue us, which is why I do have a point in law now. Definitely would not send any assassins after us. Un hopes. I mean, it's not like House Wrist is known for assassins or anything. It's not like you know much about, you know, Alderanian politics, right? Look, I don't know much about politics or history, biology, physiology, but I do know that I love mm-hmm. Boom. And I know that if you love <laughs> Boom too, what a wonderful world. <laughs> you'll want be. to follow this podcast. <laughs> and you'll want to follow this podcast. <laughs> that no. too. Uh, well. Ellie, now you're just posting GIFs out of my favorites list. <laughs> anyway, I will I will contact House Wrist and mm-hmm. say we can we can fulfill the 24-hour contract, but at that point, we need to lift off and take a passenger off-planet. Uh, please discuss it with Nomar. Uh, uh, he's the one who gave the recommendation. Yes, he's been running around with Rihanna. And, all right, yes, they've been discussing this, and fine, we we wish you could stay longer, but if you don't get do to... Too. If you don't You're get any good, good rates, and yes, you can come the back. I don't pay. No, they don't. <sighs> they definitely don't. If you don't get any better cargoes, or you come back within the next week or two, we could probably still use power. I'll do what I can. Where are you headed? Uh, Nomar said Coruscant. When you get to Coruscant, contact us. We'll see if we have any cargoes that you can bring back. Will do. Thank you. All right. I assume you're going to move all of Team Ragged, but now cleaner and wearing mismatched and vague and various uniforms back into the cargo bay here. If there's any part I'll of the uniform that survived, I'll be very surprised based on your description of They might have underwear that they can retrieve out of the whatever uh i I feel like the sonic showers must have a clothes cleaning option because there's nowhere else on the ship that that has a washer and dryer that makes sense and that's probably the case especially after my modification indeed look if you can take a whole clothing rack full of robes and put them in the sonic shower and press the button once and just be done with it without having to take them off the hooks. That is so convenient, uh-huh. is what I'm saying. 
you just throw everything into a pile, you press the thing, you know, maybe you shove it with a stick a few times to make sure that, that it vibrates everywhere all the way through. Yeah. And I know they've probably sonic do, showered their underwear. I know it doesn't do everything properly. As someone who primarily wears brown robes, I do not try to make the whites whiter or the colors brighter. Indeed. But they're brown. They are much less filthy. And <laughs> concerning. There's still I mean, one of not them who faded. has splint. Who the, yeah. the the brown has been refreshed. <laughs> It's but they're a, not really wearing brown. It's they, its original they go in for your grays. And or burlap, whichever floats your boat. <laughs> they're not Jawas. They're not wearing brown. Well, they may be wearing brown now, some of them. it's yeah. Except for the one who had the splinted leg where basically they just cut off the pants from around it. And well. I'm very glad that you clued the word pants. Because that would be one way to make sure they don't need a splint anymore. I mean, it's entirely likely that that one is kind of wearing the pants that he had that have been cut off and thrown in and then put back on and sort of, of belted and safety pinned into something resembling less... Um, well, something that satisfies the bare necessities of modesty. There you go. I also showed them where the incinerator is. They do, in fact, mostly throw all of their uniform stuff into the incinerator without having to be told what it's for. You might get the impression they don't want to, anyone to realize that they're not um, just your average ragged stowaways or something. Hey, I've got an IQ of 15. I know exactly what's going on. They were on a field trip, and they got lost, and the bus went back to their school without them. Mm -hmm. Their school uniforms are wrecked, and am I being sarcastic or not? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> so, Rock, give me an IQ roll. Was Rock? Do we have an EM? I'm trying. Oh, okay. Well, you can just hit the 3D6 and tell me. Full view? Okay. It was full view. Ah, I've done that too. The They are not asking you for anything, but there is one of them who is still wearing his old pants because apparently he has like a broken leg. I will do what I can for the one with the broken leg. Despite the fact that they are not asking you or even, you know, looking at you pathetically about it, they're just See, I've ah. been putting my yeah things in. Been putting your points to good use. I have been putting my things into my powers into the sheet. <laughs> okay, so let's see. That heals twice as much as the fatigue you put into it, up to the degree and of I success. I had some time to recover fatigue. Yes, yes, you definitely had time to recover fatigue. I just double check what I did with yeah one fatigue per two hit points healed. They can contribute their own fatigue to the healing. In fact, you don't necessarily have to ask some permission to do this. And how much are you going to, to dump in? Are you going to try and get them up to, you know, zero uh, hit points lost? Yes. Because between the two of you, I think you can. Okay. He will, he will throw his old pants in the incinerator and get new pants for after this. 
after doing a great deal of a very devout and okay, it's not pleasant getting healed forcibly with dark side powers. So somewhat exhausted, but very devout. Thank you, my lord. Thank you. You get a lot of thank yous until you express any sort of being tired of being thanked. Swalrock eventually says that it is their duty to those they minister to, if not their usual duty. They are incredibly grateful for Swalrock's mercy and and beneficence and a lot of other uh, words along those lines. Swalrock and also- is mildly baffled and look at them being grateful. Yes, that's fine and valid and proper. Them being so enthusiastically grateful is making Swalrock sort of go, is is your Sith not um, properly undertaking their duties? <laughs> it might just be that they're extremely exhausted because some of them are already, you know, keeling over having made pathetic little beds among well no you hung extra bunks so yeah they're they're they've they've fallen into the spare bunks and are sort of like conscious maybe you're not sure if they're conscious anymore some of them you've basically got you've got the lieutenant who you levitated and you've got the commander here and the commander is the one you know they're they're being very grateful to you and it may just be the fatigue talking by now. This is fair. <laughs> Nevertheless, Swalrock feels a bit weird that there are these uh, warriors here and no one to do the, you know, patching them up with the force after. Well, I mean, they did apparently go down yeah, they, in a they shuttle got and be- behind yeah. by mistake. It, it's just kind of some someone has been doing that, right? Unclear. You'll have to ask them. Swalrock is not going to ask them because that would be socially improper. Swalrock has, however, mentally placed them in the same category as, like, Masasi. Aww. They're soldiers. That's like Masasi. Right. So when they come back hurt, you put them back together. It's just that, well... There was no one there to put them back together except Zulrock. Yes. See. You have Night to is- take care of your Masasi. It's um a long-term commitment. You you do not just send them out into one battle and then abandon them. You have to feed them and water them and make sure they have walkies and a, and a nice place to yes. sleep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> right. I don't know. We've been playing for a while. It's getting a little bit late. And, you know, it's nighttime on the ship. You're going to have to bed everyone down. You've got your researcher on one side of the ship. You've got your strays on the other. Presumably someone is going to need to take a a break. Zisha probably wants to sleep. Yeah, I assume you fed people. And frankly, even those those failure, uh, failure on cooking that you froze anyway, Zisha... They they are extremely appreciative for the food too. I assume you're feeding okay. them. Yes. 
You can even feed them your failures first. Oh, no, those are on they, the ground outside. Those are the crit failures. I think Zisha had a few fail-by-ones fail that she decided to keep and, you know, shove in the back of the freezer. You mix them in as stock for something else. Mm, mm. I think that it's probably a good time to let the sun set on everyone while the GM thinks of things that might or might not happen during the night, depending. Before If everyone's all right with... Hmm? Before Rotini goes to bed, where Rotini will then open up a data pad and start scrolling through Coruscant law practices and how to pass the bar there, in 12 easy steps, five, number five will surprise you. Um, Rotini's going to take a different data pad, one where a bunch of books from a Jedi history tome, or one particular book, had all of its pages photographed. And Rotini is going to hand that to Z. Zulrock. Yeah. There's two Zs here. I mean, there's Zisha and there's Zulrock. Yeah, well, Zisha yeah, Zisha. I, Zisha. Hmm? I erred in saying Z earlier. It should be D. Well, I hand it to the very large, could turn me into a cube person, erroneously referred to as Rocky. <laughs> That's right. You do have the history stuff that you were photocopying from the, literally, photo. Copy. Yes, exactly. From the house wrist library. I, I load up page one and I hand it to Jolrock. You're muted. Eo is muted. Yes. Do you need me? Yes. Possibly. You have been you have been handed a data pad. I've handed right. you a sock, you're free. But rather I've handed you a data I pad. I do not wear socks. <laughs> they don't go with the outfit. Um so I have handed you a data pad with the photocopies of um, all of the Jedi lore that I was researching in the library in House Risk. Ah, uh, thank you. I will study these. Utini, in my translate, what I said might confuse you because what I said was, great, now I'm going to walk past a bar. What? Rotini Parmesan Esquire has a nice ring to it, and then I walk out without explaining. What is an Esquire? I... I'm going to assume that this is not my problem. I feel like unless anyone else has something to do, that's probably a good place to end it. Okay. Zisha, do you have anything? Nope. Okay. If there's nothing left to do, I'm going to bed. In real life or in the game? In the game. If you go to bed in the game, you go to bed in real life. Don't I wish. <laughs> I'd get much more sleep that way. Unless you're the GM. Uh... Roll to snore. <sighs> Are you snoring? I don't know if it With is an eight. success or a failure. <laughs> it's mid-range either way. <laughs> Was I trying to succeed or not? I don't know. It's your role. Well, I have a health of 10. I feel I say like I... If I'm snoring, I didn't do well, so I am snoring. Just for grins, I'd like to have some IQ rolls around the board here before we end off. That's always a good thing. Zisha, let's see. Zisha made it by six. I only made it by two. Zisha is the intelligent one here. Zisha is the one who is possibly... Uh, I, I just... Okay. So a Jedi brought back your researcher, Nedra, babbling something about... The Jedi babbling, not her. Babbling something about malevolent things. <clears throat> possibly influencing her. Are you taking any security precautions whatsoever, or, and if so, what, or are you just going to go to bed? 
what security precautions can we take? The Faraday cage does nothing. We have one person who might be able to do something about this, but they're at a loss as well. So we can worry about it, or I can have 10 pounds of explosives on me as I go to bed. Aisha, any better ideas? I'm locking her door in the cargo bay lift. I'm giving her the code that I'm going the code that I use to unlock the door just uh-huh. unlocks the door. Uh-huh. The code that I give her to unlock the door also sets off an alarm in my room. Reasonable. Is anyone bothered to mention that there's more people on the ship now to her? I wasn't going to wake her up. Mm, okay. I'm confident that will yeah, work out. Yeah, I assume if she... Well, you basically only got one passenger fresher, so, well. Yeah. I'll, when I'm giving her the code, I'll mention that there are other people in the, the other cargo bay. Oh, more passengers. Okay. Just as long as they don't make a lot of noise. I think you'll be okay. They're across the ship from you. Right. Good. Thanks. I'll just go lie down. I had a good day researching, though. That was a nice library. Good. Okay. Should we end off? Sure. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for playing. This is Beth. And and what's the proper lead-in for the end-off? That's All right. I was joined by book. Crash. Oh, Yeah. Elizabeth-McCoy.com or ask your library to check on the overdrive for books by Elizabeth McCoy because if they're pretty darn cheap, then, you know, the library could get the ebooks. And speaking of getting things? Well, we have RSS feeds for all of our podcasts, which you can get to by going to aaronbsmith.com slash cogwheel. And if you like what you hear there, why not subscribe to the RSS feeds? And if you really like it, you can become one of our patrons and help us keep the lights on along with other Lester's patrons. Uh, Patreon.com slash CogwheelGaming. And you can join our other patrons, including Chris, Ellie, Shanshan, Walter, and patron emeritus Cindy. Hi, everyone. And next time, well, I don't know how it goes, but, you know, we just sort of zoom out on our sleeping researcher And there's just this whispering sound of unintelligible voices as we fade the screen. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. You know, for a polymer, that no more organic is kind of a nice guy.